Good morning. Hey, hey, everybody. Need your attention, please. This is us this morning. Apparently, apparently there's this cold bug going around, and we, we have several people that texted and said, I won't be there this morning because I caught a cold, or I got this, or I got that. And I just want to remind you this morning that it's Psalms of Thanks Sunday. And uh, two weeks ago, I, I taught on Thanksgiving is what? See if anybody remembers. Psalms of thanks. But Thanksgiving, or giving thanks is? See, this is, this is what I thought. You guys don't remember? It's contagious. Remember, Thanksgiving is contagious. So what we're going to do is, because there's so few of us today, it means that probably everybody is going to get to share something they're thankful for. Unless Chuck comes up. If Chuck comes up, all bets are off. Time might be taken up. Go, Chuck, go. <laughs> go, Chuck, go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's good to be together. Amy's got some crochet. No, that's knitting going on there, isn't it? Got two two needles tells me it's knitting. All right. Well, I know you guys don't want to get up and move, but man, it'd be fun if you guys would all move up here closer. But I won't make you. But Chuck, maybe you could talk him into it. I don't know. Up, <laughs> oh, Justin's coming. Milton's coming. Okay, I even have the microphone. Well, let's right. worship the Lord. Oh, and hey, by the way, the way this is going to work is we're going to lead a song, and then some of you are going to have a chance to uh, give your what you're thankful for, and then um, we'll sing another song, and some more will share, unless you all come up at one time, and then we'll just share all at one time, and then we'll sing. All right? Look at that. Roland and Kay moved on up. What? What? Woo! All right. All right, y'all want to stand with me as we worship this morning? Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For he is good, he is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise. Sing praise. Stretched on, his love endures forever. For the life that's been reborn, his love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise. God is with us forever, forever. 
From the rising to the setting sun His love endures forever By the grace of God We will carry on His love endures forever Sing praise Sing praise Oh sing praise Sing praise to the setting sun His love endures forever And by the grace of God we will carry on His love endures forever So sing praise Sing praise Oh sing praise Sing praise Ephesians 6, put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I'm thankful uh, for many, many things. This week I was reminded because for the third time, a parked vehicle in front of the place I lived was totaled as it was parked by a drunk driver. Um, yeah, pretty weird. So thankful that no one was in the car, it was parked, you know, all those good things. Definitely thankful for that. The first time it happened was in Bozeman, Montana. I was a university student, and uh, I'm really thankful that I listened to the prompting of what, it, what now I know as the Holy Spirit, who said to me, Dude, offer this kindness, offer this courtesy. A young man was trying to install a stereo in his, like, Chevy Vega, one of those little 
you know, cheapo cars. It was 1980. And he was, you know, this is before, you kids don't understand any of that stuff, how that worked, whatever. But anyway, so he's trying to get his drill and he doesn't have enough, uh, long enough cord to do that. Hey, wait, all the tools were corded as well. You know, we didn't have this cordless stuff. So ancient times, we fought dinosaurs on the way to school, uphill in the snow, both ways. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, he gets, I see him get his extension cord. I had just returned home from grocery shopping and <clears throat> was living in marriage student housing. Uh, my first wife and I were expecting our first child. She was born three weeks later. But anyway, I could see that even with the extension cord, he couldn't reach that outdoor plug-in. So I felt the urge to you know, courteously say to him, I'm parked right next to one of the other ones. Why don't we just switch places? And like everybody does, oh, that's not necessary. And I just felt really strongly that I should do that. So I did that. He moved. 15 minutes later, I hear this horrible crash. My car is knocked 20 feet up onto the sidewalk, T-boned, and a vehicle goes racing away. And all kinds of people witnessed it. So we were without a car. It was a problem. The drunk driver came back a while later after trying to drink a bunch of coffee and, and get uh, sobered up. But here are the many things that I'm thankful for. <sighs> I'm thankful that my life was not ruined. Because had I gone back in without saying a word, or maybe when he said, no, it's not a big deal, I can get this done, taken him at his word and said, okay, no problem, he would have died. That he, his car wouldn't have been knocked up on the sidewalk like mine was. It would have just gone right over the top of it. Okay, so he's dead. We're in marriage student housing. This is a guy with family. And as I thought about this driving, we were in Bozeman yesterday, so I could, I could see the, the scene of the crime uh, just yesterday. And the Lord just unpacked all these amazing things that happened or that could have happened had I not followed his prompting. Obviously, the death of this husband and father. What would it have done to my life? How would I have tortured myself? What, what damage would that have done to my family? What about the emergency responders who had to show up and see this gruesome scene? And it just kept going. And I thought, this, this driver was such an odd situation. His roommate had a car in the shop to be repaired. The, the shop loaned him a vehicle. His roommate was dating the guy's sister, so they wanted to go on a date, so he loans the car that's been loaned to him. And it's a, it's a four-wheel drive for a kid that doesn't know what, what the deal is. And so he's out on a date. He shouldn't have been driving that car in the first place. He shouldn't have been drinking. He shouldn't have been drinking and driving. It snowed. It was May, and that's what it does in Bozeman a lot of times. So coming toward my, where I lived, there was a field, and he decided to pull it into the field and just do some circles, some cookies in the snow. And when he came back onto the street, he didn't realize that he couldn't make the turn. So even though his wheels turned right, the vehicle went straight and T-boned my car. So what if his girlfriend was the one that said, Hey, why don't, we, why don't we make some cookies in the snow? And now her boyfriend is guilty of vehicular homicide, maybe? What about the guy at the, 
at the shop who knew better than to loan a vehicle to a teenager from out of state. Or maybe he thought, you know, I should just give him, you know, a crappy little car, not four-wheel drive, and then there wouldn't have been any temptation to pull off into the snow thinking that they could even do this. And it just goes on and on. Think about the tragedy that that could have been if I'd have just kept my mouth shut. Kenneth? Kenneth. Kenneth Parker. When you accept Jesus in your heart, you become a new, a new creation. Emily, when you become a new creation, you get new, you get new eyes. And with those new eyes, I was able to see that there was someone that had a need, maybe a really small need. Maybe not a big deal. He could go buy a second extension cord or a longer extension cord and get the job done. But if I'm thinking about myself and not using the eyes that the Lord gives me, I don't get the job done. Ethan Lee, the, does the Bible describe the Lord as an animal at any time? A lion. The Bible describes the Lord as a lion. What kind of qualities does a lion have? Anybody in the second row, anybody want to share? What kind of qualities does a lion have? He's a king. And he's he like, he's brave and he's bold, right? So sometimes I got to say something very simple, very courteous. Hey, I can move my car. But sometimes we need to be bold and say, don't do that. Most of the time when I say that, I say that to the guy in the mirror. Don't do that, right? And I listen to the Lord when he says, no. Please don't do that. So I need to be bold with myself too. All right. Now, the Lord's telling me that, that at least one person in this room has now gone back to a moment in time where they didn't say that word. They didn't give that word of warning or they didn't say that courteous thing. And maybe something bad did, did happen afterwards. Ephesians 6 tells us to put on the full armor of God. So I pray over you the full armor of God, that if the enemy is trying to attack you right now in this moment, instead of, instead of it drawing you out to share and say, you know what? I've got good armor. I've got the Lord's armor. I prophesy over you an upgrade in your armor to cover all your blind spots so that what the Lord has put on your heart to say, like I said to that young man, what he's put on your heart to say, that you can be confident that you will wear his full armor and it will be upgraded to cover all your blind spots. This is a safe place to share. So please share. Thanks. Okay, Psalm 26, 7, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell all your wondrous works. I'm thankful for snow, believe it or not. <laughs> because without the snow, we won't have the water we need in the summer, all summer long. And I'm thankful for everything that he's given us, the sun, the sky, the wind, believe it or not. <laughs> everything. I'm thankful for roots. 
it's kind of a theme in my life. I come from a family well-rooted and planted in the Lord generations back, and it's a blessing and a gift to me. And when I got married 15 years ago, it was pretty shortly thereafter that I started praying for roots. And I didn't really know what that meant. I just wanted, I wanted to be planted. And I think in my mind, I felt like if we could buy a house, then we would be planted somewhere. And we lived in Bellingham, Washington for, I think, six years. And, and we got very uprooted in kind of a, in my emotions, it felt a violent way. Um, and uh, I was very pregnant with Emma and living in my in-law's basement, and it felt very much not like roots. And I kept praying for roots. Okay, okay God, if we could just, if we could just buy a house, um, and we'd be rooted and planted here. And, and my husband got very discontented in his work, and I thought, oh, I, I'm never going to see the answer to this prayer. But God was working the whole time. He didn't just want to give me a house. He wanted to give me 50 acres. <laughs> and it's not just the acreage. It's not just the land. It's the family that I'm rooted and planted deep in. And to know that wherever the future might take me, I'm rooted and planted here in this family, on this land, and it's not just for me, but for our children after us. And so God is so faithful and so good that he knows what we need and what we want and what we desire um, more than we know what we want and what we desire and what we need. So thanks, Mom and Dad. Arise, for the light has come, darkness bows down to the risen sun, risen sun. Arise, raise your hands and sing to the one God, the one. Let your kingdom come. Arise, for the battle's won. Our hearts bow down to the risen sun, risen sun. Arise, raise your hands and sing. To the one God, the one God. You are, you are the matchless king who tore down the gates of the enemy. Make way, make way for Christ and sing. Let your kingdom come. 
your kingdom come. Come, let the light shine in. Let the light shine in. Come, let the light shine in. Let the light shine in. Well, let your light shine in. Let your light shine in. Well, let your light shine in. Let your light shine in, cause you are, cause you are, you are the matchless king who tore down the gates of the enemy. Make way, make way for Christ and sing. Let your kingdom come. You are, you are the matchless king who tore down the gates of the enemy. Let your kingdom come, let your kingdom come. Amen. Hello. Okay, so what I am thankful for is God. Without God, I wouldn't have the amazing family I am so blessed to have. Without God, I am a wreck, but with God, I'm beautiful, and that's why I'm thankful. Hi, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm thankful for family and friends because um, if I'm doing something that's kind of mean or that um, I probably shouldn't be doing. My family can help me not to do that. And um, like when I'm sad, my family and my friends sometimes can help me to just be happy again. And okay, so I had a paper, but I decided not to bring it because I didn't write everything that I wanted down on it. So um, I'm thankful for the church because every time I come here, I learn something new, at least one or two things. And um, one time um, I learned, we were in Grandma Ruby's class, which starts before church, and um, I learned that kids can teach grown-ups, which I didn't think was true until then. So that kind of just helped me build up my courage. And that's why I'm thankful for the church, because you guys helped me so much. Oh, okay. Okay, guys, we're going to sing a song we do in Sunday school with Grandma Ruby. It's called the Countdown Song. So, Emma, you hold that. Okay. Let Let Grandma Ruby. Okay. Somewhere in outer space, God has prepared a place for those who trust him and obey. Jesus will come again, and though we don't know when, the getting lower every day. 
ten and nine, eight and seven, six and five and four. Call upon the Savior while you may. Three and two, coming through the clouds in bright array. The countdown's getting lower every day. And 14, three. John 14, three. John 14, three. John 14, three. John 14, three. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Thank you.
No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. No wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow, there's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. couldn't earn it I don't deserve it still you give yourself away oh the overwhelming never ending reckless love of God oh No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Stand up, church. There's 
no shadow you won't light up Mountain you won't climb up Coming after me There's no wall you won't kick down Lie you won't tear down Coming after me There's no shadow you won't light up Mountain you won't climb up Coming after me no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. to God today, and it is uh, godly spouses. First of all, I'm thankful for my loving, faithful husband of 52 years. He's, <laughs> he's uh, been a good provider and a hard worker until about eight years ago when um, he got shingles that left him with daily headaches and dizziness. Um, he wanted to be here so bad today, but he just couldn't make it. Um, he was so supportive and without complaint of our care for my invalid parents for 10 years. Um, I also am thankful that both my children have godly spouses. Um, my daughter's husband is a licensed minister. They're well matched in values and interests, though very different in personality uh, types. <laughs> Lynette is very outgoing and talks to strangers, while Todd is much more reserved. Uh, recently, he had to leave a, uh, lead a subgroup of men, you know, and he, uh, I, it, uh, he, he can speak to a crowd, but one-on-one, -on -one I think it's, it's just harder for him. And so he, he got there, and he panicked for a minute, they said, and, and he just said, Oh, what would Lynette say? And that, so he led the group. <laughs> so they're very well, well matched. Okay. Now, the last one is, what a blessing, my precious Michelle. Um, she is supportive of Jesse's ventures. She's the most excellent mother. And she embodies 1 Peter 3, 4 with, the unfailing beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God and to me. Scout is a little nervous, so I'll say it for her. She is thankful for sledding. Is that right, Scout? Okay. Are you thankful for anything else? 
What, are you, what else are you thankful for? She's thankful for jewelry. And that's all. So I've known what I was going to say for a while now because I've been thinking and I just kept thinking, I'm so grateful for that, which is really weird. And then I realized it was Psalms of Thanks Sunday. I was like, well, timing's probably on purpose. Before I get into that, I really realized this morning how grateful I am for the young ones of our church. Every Sunday, because I, I get to sit up there and I get to watch you guys, and I see such authentic worship and joy, and it astounds me every day, and it gives me such hope and joy every single day, and I cannot wait to see you guys grow up because I know you are so powerful and so amazing and God is so proud of you guys and how you keep going forward in your relationship with him every day. So I'm so grateful for you guys and the opportunity to watch you guys grow up from, from babies to where you are now and to where you will go. So that was one I was really grateful for this morning. Um, but one that God has really been kind of making me aware of is is the that I am grateful for it is actually um hard times and hard seasons and I always hate it when people say that because I was like oh I'm so thankful for the thorns because you know how beautiful the roses and I was like what does that mean that doesn't mean anything but I realize it's not just for comparison like a lot of times like people say oh we don't know we wouldn't know what good times were if we um didn't have bad times and that is true but I think bad times are a lot more valuable than that um, or just hard, hard seasons, because it takes hardships to make us who we are. Um, at the end of 2016, I, from August to February of the next year, I went through the hardest time of my life, like bar none. Like, I honestly can't even understand what it is that I went through. Um, and like, looking back now, I'm not necessarily, like, I can't say, like, I'm happy I went through that. Like, if I went back and, oh, if you had the opportunity to change it, would you still keep it? I don't know, because I'm still weak. But looking back, I see so much how it made me who I am. You know, you guys saw, so that was right in the, in the months before I went on my internship, and a lot of you guys have talked to me about um, how I changed afterwards. You know, I came back, and everyone was like, what happened? I don't even know what happened. It was, it was crazy how much I changed and how much God made me into who I am. And looking back, I had to go through what I did. I couldn't have just been told what I needed to know. I had to experience it. And, and looking back now, I'm able to look at this current time of life, which is very difficult as well, and go, okay, it's not just a hard time. It's making me into who I am. So when we go through these hard times and these hard seasons where we go, what is going on? It's not just so, oh, when you get to the good times, they'll be that much greater, which they will. Because you can look back and see what God brought you out of. But you can look back and see who God made you into because of that. Because you will not enjoy the, the good things and the new hope as you are now. You will enjoy them as the new person that God is creating you to be. And then that will 
make you into someone that can that can bring that to other people, if that makes sense. Like you're not just becoming a better person for yourself, you're becoming a better person for others. And so that's why, even though it's hard to remember that sometimes, I am grateful for the hard seasons that, that I go through. I'm thankful for true friends. <clears throat> in 1 Samuel 20, it describes uh, the, tr the true friendship between David and Jonathan. What would have happened if Jonathan would not have warned David? Israel would not have had a just king. David trusted Jonathan with his life without question. This is an example of how God can use friendship to save a country politically. King would welcome me. I was lost, but he brought me in. Oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, is free. Ransomed me, his grace runs deep. While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, is free. He has ransomed me, His grace runs deep. While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, He died for me. Who the Son sets free, oh, is free. child of God, yes I am. In my Father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God, yes I am. And I am chosen, I am chosen, not forsaken. 
I agree with your thankfulness in those rough times people can either wither away or they get stronger and so I'm thankful that you are stronger and still growing I'm thankful for God's divine intervention his divine knowledge his order and as a result of those things, he actually um, gives people the knowledge to create machines. <laughs> I'm so thankful, like, because I work at the hospital, there is amazing, there are amazing machines there. And I'm thankful that God gave people the knowledge to make those machines, see that they work right, and um, use them, and that they are diagnostic and help people in so many ways. Um, and then I'm also thankful for Thanksgiving and Christmas and the fact that America still celebrates those, even though they don't always know the reason behind it, but they still celebrate it. Um, I was just reading in Hebrews 1.8 this week, and well, before that, I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is Psalms of Thanks Sunday, and um, wondering what to share. There's, I mean, I'm thankful for a lot of stuff. But anyway, as I was reading that, um, Hebrews 1.8 says, thy throne, O God, will last forever. I'll probably start crying now, because <laughs> um, that word, I mean, that verse just really hit me, and I found myself weeping. Um, just to think the word forever, um, that's a, you know, it rolls off the tongue pretty easy, 
but it's huge. And um, just to think that God will reign forever and I get to be with him. And um, it was just, it just really impacted me. Um, and I just wanted to share that verse with you and, and um, remind you that we have eternal life. And that's amazing to me. And it just kind of blows my mind. And um, I can't even hardly, well, I can't um, comprehend it. The, um, in Ecclesiastes, I think, 3.11, it says, God has sent eternity or set eternity in the heart of man, but he can't fathom it. And I can't fathom it, but yet I know it's real. And um, it's huge. So just wanted to say I'm so thankful for eternal life. I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful for my blooders. And I'm thankful for my dad. I'm thankful for the policeman and the fire truckman and the doctor man. I'm thankful for our church. I'm thankful that I am a Christian son of God and I know the one true king. I'm thankful for the world um, that God created and my home I live in and the place and, and the plants and animals. I'm thankful for my brothers and my mom and dad. I should have just waited. Sorry. <laughs> that fills my heart to hear them say those things, especially at such a young age. And I'm with you, Rachel. It moves my spirit so deeply to see young people living in God's freedom and grace because that's so foreign to me. Um, so what I'm thankful for, uh, the promise in 1 John 4, 4, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Because I often feel like I'm failing so much and living so much in the world, but I know he's greater. And I'm thankful that he left his place on high to wade down into my deep, broken darkness. Gosh. That he called and sent godly women into that darkness also to walk with me, to lead me to the truth, and to continually do that. Um, I'm thankful that he directed my path towards those women who he has kept close to himself 
and given them a godly legacy. Um, I, I really, I truly rejoice over, I know there's a lot of you that have said, well, I don't really have a testimony because I haven't been delivered from drugs or I have this wonderful family. I don't have this dark past. And that uh, has played a really key role in my life. To see, <laughs> to see the hope that comes from that. That was a really big part of me seeing God's love for the first time because it was weird to me that mothers and fathers were loving their kids and playing with them and passing on a heritage of family and community. And so um, those testimonies that I got to see were huge for me and continue to give me hope and an example of what I want for my kids. And so I'm thankful that God has, has allowed me to, to meet many of, of you all that he kept close. Um, this year, specifically, I'm thankful in a kind of ironic way <laughs> that I have contact with my mom for the first time in five years. Um, and it's very broken and painful, but I believe God's opening doors of redemption. Sorry, I thought I'd be better at this <laughs> this year. Um, I tried to get it all my crying out yesterday. It didn't work. <laughs> okay, um, and I'm thankful for my family, my little crazy, messy family, um, that by God's grace, we... that we get to be the star of a new legacy in the Parker and Hess families. And we get to end the curses that this world has allowed for so many years and that we've been adopted into God's legacy and family and that our boys are already carrying out the way that God intended for our families to live. Well, it's amazing what can happen in a year. Uh, this time last year, I was all alone and, and really hurting emotionally. Last Thanksgiving was really bad for me. In a year's time, that's all come full circle. I had a great Thanksgiving. And so many miracles this year that's happened to me. And I give God all the glory. And I thank him so much for all the things he's done in my life this year. And I thank uh, my daughter, Jessica, my 46-year-old daughter. Not only my daughter, but my friend. And I thank my friend, Colleen, in Portland. Those two have stood by me for over a year now. And I'm grateful for my, my cousins, um, Bobby and Lindy in Roy, Utah. Okay. And um, I'm thankful for them. God bless them. And I'm thankful for my friend John, who let me stay in his place for a while. But I'm really thankful for Pastor Kenny. 
I, I was told to contact him, and I did. He, he rose to the occasion, big time. And he also, with him and others, and you know who you are, came forward and helped me to get where I am today. I was sleeping on a couch for months, and now I have a bed and an apartment and a heat. And I'm very grateful for that. God has put me on this journey for many reasons, but now I have hope and high expectation for this coming year. Many things are opening up for me, and God is bringing many new things into my life. Maybe I passed the test. I don't know. But I know one thing. I'm glad it's behind me. And I have good things to look forward to in the future. And I thank God for this church. I've, got, I've developed new friendships here. And uh, had a good time with a friend yesterday. And it's all, it's all coming together in my life. And I've been a Christian since 1966. Accepted Christ into my life through Billy Graham on TV when I was going to college at San Diego State. And it's been a journey all these years, up and down and all around. But I'm looking forward to next year. I'm glad the past is in the past. And believe me, that's where I leave it. I don't bring it up because it's not necessary. It's in the past. So I'm looking forward to the future. And again, thank you to the people of this church. Thanks for Pastor Kenny. And thank you, Jesus, and thank you, God. Okay, so I didn't write anything down, so this could be messy. Um, <laughs> so uh, I didn't have, like, anything until just now. Um, because a couple of people said some things, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Um, because Rachel was talking about, like, how she's thankful for hard times. And um, I'm not thankful for hard times so much as the people that cause the hard times, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I'm really thankful for the people that make my life really difficult, which sounds weird. Um, but... I feel like as I'm going through the things that I'm going through, the people that are causing all the struggles in my life are like really building me. <laughs> and I don't think that, I mean, <laughs> sorry. Um, I have an amazing family and I've been brought up in this Christian home, but I don't think that I would really have the faith that I have, like, at all if I didn't have this need to hold on to it. And um, it's really, it's really been God bringing me through all this because <laughs> I just, <laughs> I've always kind of been like, sensitive, like, I'll cry at the drop of a hat, you know, like, um, I can't stand arguing, um, but lately I've started to notice, like, I can handle that confrontation now, like, 
enjoy being able to handle confrontation because I know that it's teaching me and that it's bringing me through things and <laughs> I'm still praying for some things to be healed but <laughs> as of right now it's it's better than it's been in a while so <laughs> that's what I'm thankful for darkness you give hope you restore every heart that is broken great are you Lord it's your breath in my lungs so we pour out our it's your breath in our lungs so we pour out our praise to you only you great are you Lord you give life you are love you bring light to the dark you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. And great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath. your breath in our lungs so we pour out our praise yes we pour out our praise it's your breath in our lungs so we pour out our praise to you only you great are you Shout your name. All the earth will shout your name. 
Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Shout your name, our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. So isn't it great how we feed off each other? I, ladies, you're not the only person who came this morning with nothing to say. However, <laughs> most of you know I live in Matitsi, so I get to drive that road back and forth every day, sometimes seven days a week. And it can get kind of old. Guess what? It snowed yesterday. I'm really, really, really thankful for snow plows. And the snow plow... Guys in Matitsi need a double raise this time of year. Um, I'm also very thankful for bun warmers. <laughs> it's really much a lot easier to go out when it's cold outside when you know that you won't be cold yourself, right? But one of the things I was thinking of as you guys were talking was, you know, driving that road back and forth every day and in the snow, it's kind of like your life. You get used to that road, but it's different in the snow season, in the mud season, in the dry season, isn't it? You, you learned in the snow season that there's certain places that get kind of icy. And if you've got really good snowplow guys like we do in Matitsi, they've already come out and sanded that. But you still kind of slow down and take it a whole lot more careful because hydroplaning isn't fun, right? Right? And... Sometimes, especially during the week when I have to get up early, I actually see the snow plows head out, going on their way, plowing the snow, making the roads safe-er for us to drive on, right? And that's kind of like the Holy Spirit is in our life. We're not always up 
and realizing and noticing when he's going ahead of us to make that road a little safer, a little easier. But he's always, always, always gone before us and made the way for us and put it in my heart, or in my husband's heart, actually, to make sure that the car I drove has bun warmers that work. And I am just so very grateful and very thankful for that. Thank you. Thank you, God. Tommy, that was a good, good one. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of one of those last-minute preparer people, too. But um, I couldn't begin to give thanks to all the th things that I am thankful for in this life of mine and all the chapters of my life. And sometimes they're so good, and sometimes some of them aren't. Um, but I'm thankful to have a next chapter, too. In Ecclesiastes 3, there's verses 1 through 8 is all good, but a couple in specific right now for me. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. And then in verse 6, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. I think as you get older, you realize the things that are not so important and the things that are. And I've been kind of um, nostalgic lately, just thinking about, um, because both Chuck and I have... Our parents are gone, and our family's so far away, and they're so busy, and, and, and sometimes you think you're lacking, and you're missing, and then you look around you, and you see what God has given you. Such beautiful friends and church family, and, and really so much more to be thankful for. I'm thankful that God orders my steps, and in Psalms 37, verses... Well, just one verse, 37. That's not it. That took me to Lamentations. I don't want to go there. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> not right now. Psalms 37. <laughs> verse um, 2 says, um, Oh, that's not good either. I don't want to go there. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to lead, listen to this. It says, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. And it's like, oh, God. I'm glad I can laugh at my mistakes. Anyway, the one I was trying to say was about the steps of a righteous or the steps of a good man is what it says. And I know God means women are ordered by the Lord. So many times I can look at where I've been, sometimes where I'm going. But it's really... It's just amazing to see the connections that he makes. It's unbelievable, miraculous. And things and places that you go that you would not think there would be something there that God would want to do. And sometimes places that you are not always full of light but dark, and yet God shows up, and it's, it's so exciting. I'm thankful that he opened my eyes to see these things because before... I would have never seen them. And I, and I can really say from the time that I got saved, 
my eyes opened and I see things different. And I realized how upside down my life was and, and the world was. So um, the beauty of where we live. No offense to Kansas. I mean, there's good points. <laughs> it's in the center of the United States and you can get anywhere in a fair amount of time. Whereas up here, it's, it takes a lot longer to get to the south or to get someplace different. But I love it here. And I, I remember I used to say from the time we crossed the border into Wyoming, it was like, oh, my God, I, it's a spiritual thing. It's home. And yet I know that we're coming to the part of our life where God's going to be moving us again. And um, I just pray that he lets us at least have summers here. Um, because I just can't think of another place to spend it. And then the other thing is I'm so thankful for endurance in hard times to not give up. I don't think of myself as a soldier, but he does say to endure like a soldier, like a good soldier. And in order to leave some things that you've loved, it has to become more unpleasant and I have always loved my work, but I can't do it forever. So there has been, in the last year especially, more and more things that have become so distasteful that have caused me to be ready to leave. Let's just say that. And I, it's God's timing. And so I look forward to um, retirement next spring and whatever God has before us. And... Uh, I know Chuck and I want to do some traveling and do some things that we haven't seen, but more, more important than anything, we want to be in God's will and for him to use us um, to go. To go. And that word is so important to go because I spend a lot of my life sitting. So, and then I just want to leave you with the most important scripture for me in the Bible, which was probably what really convinced me in John 14, 6. Because I was looking everywhere, and he was right there. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man shall come to the Father but by me. And I said, well, that's pretty simple. <laughs> it's like... Why was I trying to avoid it for so long? <laughs> because I did. And when I finally accepted that, um, things sure did get better. I am so thankful for my life, my church, my friends. Wyoming. <laughs> I love you all. All right. I'm also thankful for a lot of things. Um, but <laughs> one, of, one of my big things that I'm thankful for is um, my family. For sure, I spend a lot of time over at Katie and Nick's house, like a lot of time. Um, <laughs> um, I'm also very thankful for healing because my mom is definitely in a lot better shape. And when I say in a lot better shape, last night... Um, we had some friends coming over. Well, I told them to meet at the candy store back behind the candy store, so good place to park and all that jazz. So, And uh, I had a friend coming through the back door, 
So I had to go meet them back there. And uh, I was like, all right, Mom, get your game face on. And <laughs> I went out to get this person and brought them back in. And when I came back in, Mom had put chocolate on her nose. <laughs> and that was her game face. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, I'm very thankful for goofy things that happen in our family. And uh, I'm also very thankful for friends. I have a lot of friends. And I sometimes choose to not think that I have friends because who doesn't like a good pity party? Um, but I'm also learning to be um, learning to be thankful for a lot of things. Um, and that is a lot of times our friends uh, move on and go to different places. I've got Josh and Haley who are moving to Florida. And uh, Rachel's off and on all over the place in Brussels. Yeah. And... Uh, um, Alex is off in Swaziland and all over the place, and and I get to hang out with Seth a lot. But you know, he's I know, and I always have Nick. I'm not even gonna lie. Just... Oh yeah, Nick. <laughs> but yeah, and then learning to be thankful for work, and uh, sometimes it's hard because. Uh, don't necessarily always enjoy what I do for work and the fours in the morning and waking up in the cold and, you know, but to be able to be thankful because, you know, you get to go out with your friends and bless your friends and hang out with them and go bowling and not even score over 100. Um, <laughs> it's very embarrassing. Um, but, yeah. So that's thankful for friends and family and um and people that <laughs> and I get to be thankful for um being on the worship team and being pushed to be better and go deeper and all all the fun stuff like that but yeah that's what I'm thankful for <laughs> No, she already shared. I think we're safe. Jesse, do we have that picture of Alex that we can put up? She she sent this last week. Um, that one down a little bit, Jesse. I don't know why it's doing that. She sent this last week. I think you got it around 2 or 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And Lance got the same one. And Lance said, this is so not Alex. I mean, when you look at it, you might think, oh, she's so joyful and so happy that she's hugging this little boy with his buns hanging out of his pants. But, and she is, but that stretches her. And uh, I thought it'd be a good picture to remind us to pray for Alex today. So, uh, you know, Rachel, it's funny to hear you get up and share about thankful for the little kids. 
who inspire you, and I remember that you were one of those little kids that inspired us, and you still do. And Alex is inspiring us. Our kids inspire us, don't they? But the reality is the inspiration doesn't stop. The inspiration continues as we continue to press in to know Jesus and to um, realize that whether we know it or not, people are watching. And we are influencers for the kingdom of God. And uh, as we pray for Alex, um, you guys all understand you have an investment in Swaziland, don't you? And she's going other places and she's going to be gone an extended amount of time and Soon we'll be investing others as well. So let's, uh, let's lift her up in prayer right now. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to give thanks today. To, to in our giving of thanks, Lord, that it inspires, it, it becomes contagious. Lord, even as we heard Maddie say, I, I really didn't think I had anything to be thankful for until I heard other people. And Lord, then it, it stirred something in her heart. And Lord, we we would agree, Lord, that sometimes we don't think real hard about what we're thankful for, but today we're, we're just reminded, Lord, there's so much to be thankful for. And we're thankful for Alex Weed uh, giving of her life, Lord, laying her life down for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of holding a little boy and giving him a hug, Lord, and just being able to uh, allow you to invade her space. Lord, with, with a little boy and with little girls, Lord, and other people that uh, she probably wouldn't have chosen to be around, but Lord, you chose through her to, to take her to those places. And we pray for your covering, Lord, over her and the team that she's with. We pray your um, fruitfulness, Lord, to be extended through those young people and those that are helping uh, that those teams, Lord, to minister. We pray, God, that in the end, Lord, that you would be glorified, that you would be exalted. We pray, Lord, you continue to go before them and prepare uh, the way for all of the rest of the things that you would do. That, Lord, as we've heard, it's these difficult times that shape us and cause us to be the people we are. That, Lord, you would not only cause that to happen in Alex, but, Lord, how cause that to happen in each one of us, Lord, that we would be shaped, Lord, not by our circumstances, but we, we'd be shaped by our relationship with you through those circumstances. We ask this, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, it's good to be together. Some of you didn't have a chance to share, or you just don't like getting up in front of people, uh, whatever the case may be. Could, could I just encourage you, find somebody before you leave and say, I'm thankful, and, and tell them something that you're thankful for today. Because as I shared a couple weeks ago in Romans chapter 1, when people fail to give thanks to God, when they fail to acknowledge Him as God, their mind becomes darkened. And we're meant to be influenced by the light of thankfulness. Amen? And it makes a difference. Right? Yeah. So, and just by way of, since I'm here and, and saying some things that I'm thankful for, obviously, ooh, I just stepped on her apple. 
get rid of that one. It'll wash. That's right. <laughs> Connie and I uh, celebrated 39 years of uh, wedded bliss yesterday. So we're thankful for God's grace in that and carrying us through uh, all of those years. And look forward to more years and more hugs from Finley. <laughs>